0: What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of That Roundup Podcast. Today's episode is episode number six. I'm joined by Mr. Scott Beeks, Mike White, and myself, Gavin Rolkman. And today we're talking about a couple of topics. First and foremost, we have the recap of the first tournament of the season, that is the Jacksonville, Florida Tour Shop. Uh, We'll talk about the results in terms of men's and women's, and then we'll talk about the stream a little bit. We'll also have another one of your favorite segments, Mike's Break. And then finally, we'll get on to the topic of inclusivity versus exclusivity in the Roundnet community.
1: Um, But before that, here's a message from our sponsors. The sponsor of this episode of That Roundnet Podcast is Premier Spike. Premier Spike is focused on pushing the competitive side of our sport forward. They're doing so right now with their new set, the Premier Spike set. This is more consistent, sturdier, and just wants to provide a better playing surface for all round net athletes in the world. The set is available for pre-order on their website, PremierSpike.com. You can even use code TRP for 10% off your pre-order. If you just want to check them out, again, head to PremierSpike.com or check them out on Instagram, Premier.Spike. Thank you to Premier Spike for sponsoring this episode. Premier Spike, competitive round net equipment for competitive round net athletes. So yeah, we had the uh, the Jacksonville tournament this weekend. And... uh, there's quite the outcome with that. So uh Hey wait, Ellen, let me let me share that I got the my top three uh for uh open our uh, premiere was correct, just there was a team in front of them. You know, like I got it in order. My order was correct. It just yeah. was second, third, fourth instead of first, second, third. Yeah. We'll tally up yeah. the points later on. I think you definitely won that one. <laughs> um, well, based on that, I got wait, super. Wait, wins. wait, wait, wait. No, no, no.
2: Won that one. How does he win that one? You, you Scott, only, get points. You only get points if it's, it's correct. Oh, okay. If well, first that. was first. It's a point. If your second was second, it's a point. If your third was third, third was a point. Wow. It's Scott's a point. making up rules after the <laughs> fact. No, 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 we we decided in this. Let's discuss this later. And then we also said the highest dark horse of all our picks would also get an additional. My
1: dark horse got the five seed. Where did they come? I know.
2: I want to change okay. the dark horse in the future that we can pick anyone besides the favorites. Okay. In the future. Okay. But, but I'm um, sorry, Gavin, I don't know, oh, I yeah, just, sorry. I'm
0: pretty sure none of our dark horses made it past quarterfinals, which I don't know how we tell it the score for that. We can talk about it after the
1: podcast, unless you want this to be the part, the, wow, it, 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 it should <laughs> be like, figured it out. I think it, I think it should be like, wow, did they all X in the same round? If then it's whoever got the highest seed. I think that's mine. Oh, As <laughs> the guy, now it's we're making a bra- bias, unbiased, 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 unbiased. <laughs> uh, I actually was gonna give it to Glizzy Gladiators. I think because they went three in their match. I mean, I'm I'm biased, but if you want to do that, that's fine with me. Hey, we'll talk about it later. Okay. We'll <laughs> how should we do this? We got a lot to talk about. Are we just gonna kind of uh, ramble through it? You guys want to do system going through this? Well, let's let's talk about the results first.
0: Of course, at the top of the list we have none other than Mermaid Sparkle, between Noah Luskes and Krisha Bennett. So they they upset in the semifinals against was it Murthy Gross? Yeah, Murthy, Murthy Gross. Gross. Yeah, and Murthy Gross. Sorry. I took it in two, didn't I? Yeah. So. No, um, three,
2: like, yeah, I'm They took oh. in a three and the story of that game was it was 20-15. Rahul serving. Rahul went for, I don't know what went on first serve. Second serve goes for a backhand that he never usually pulls for match point. Misses it. Christian gets the ball in his hands at 16-20 or 17-20 now. I think it's 17-20, yeah. 17-20 now and he goes ace, cut, ace, reverse, ace no touch, cut, ace, reverse and that was the game in a nutshell.
1: And then I'll be up in the one body up and and that's all. Oh, I one, mean.
2: one, you yes, sir. No, I'm just in the middle of that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Well, let's get Spotty up to But the favorite. Yeah. Roo and, and Murphy. Uh, yeah. And then, I mean, and then the finals beat in System, who I picked to win um, a close first game and then 21 13 in that second game. So, like, uh, a, a just, just, uh, just no questions on, on who, who won that event. Yeah. Really cool.
2: I, I, I saw. Christian, obviously, he was playing co-ed, he finished second with Sarah on Sunday, and we was paired in the same group, and, and he, he mentioned that, uh, oh, sorry, I don't know, I don't exactly know what he said, If it was, uh, sorry we messed up your predictions, or, oh, why didn't you ge- guess us, or why was we not on your list? And, this, you know, tongue-in-cheek comment is funny, was, I was just like, um, come on, Christian, would you have had yourself in the top three before the <laughs> tournament? Like, put it from our perspective, you guys hadn't got a podium at all last year. And now you come out first tournament of this
1: year and you win it, you know? Uh, and he was like, no, it's a joke. But it was like... It was, it was funny. No, it's a joke. Well, in my own head, I remember at one point last season, I like just picked Mermaid Sparkle, Mermaid Sparkle for fourth in my Dark Horse. And they ended up, I think, making top four. And it was uh, funny that could happen again. Um, but I think it was also is, I'm just going to, I'm not trying to give us any influence of credit, but it's also the funny thing is that like he clearly looked at it. And if we put it in like, top four are they are they coming in they freaking out they they don't have that underdog mindset <laughs> but it doesn't happen so i think they You're should welcome. thank us for not begging them welcome i know <laughs> but actually just like yeah um you guys? i truthfully i didn't catch anything besides a couple highlights um do either of you guys kind of watch uh that either before or after
0: i i feel good. On the following, I, I focus in the semis primarily on N System and um Abrams and Model. Um they they were playing really clean brown net and honestly it was a really entertaining entertaining game to watch. I thought it was pretty even throughout. And then we go into the final game and Mermaid Sparkle ends up mm-hmm. absolutely dominating. I mean Christian serves are pretty potent. I he he was him that game or that enti- the entire
2: series throughout it's semis him. and huh? He was him? He was him, him. Him? Oh him. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's such an American town. Sorry. And I died. He was him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He was <is> him. No. <laughs> he absolutely went off. I I think that is the entire storyline right there is that Christian Bennett went off and decided he wanted a bigger pitcher this time. Or a pitcher period.
1: Yeah. The <laughs> biggest pitcher right away. And well you know, um uh, I was gonna say like our first episode we, uh, first episode we talked about the Round Network, uh Greater Washington Round Net Tournament and and when Christian played with Grant Clapp, like Christian was playing great there too yep. so i think like um a surprise but not a surprise you know like it's um obviously like i don't Murray sparkle i think if their, their farewell tournament might not play again doesn't mean they're the best team in the world but it's also like a really it's 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 cool with round and especially that we that we've the round that we've lived in, in the in the past couple years where like so many players are extremely talented and if they bring their best game like they can win a tournament. So it's super cool that Christian and Noah were able to put that together this weekend and also just like start out the season with such a fun, uh, fun result.
2: Well, that's what I was talking with. I spoke a little bit of Ryan. Ryan Gross was hanging out on the Sunday. I spoke to him a little bit about the Saturday and he was just saying that what I was saying to him that, you know, it's so cool that the sort of mid-premier slash low-premier level is getting closer to the top. But, like, you know, the top like a year ago was like pushing and they was always getting sort of, they was increasing at a quicker rate than the lower and mid premiere. Whereas it feels like now the lower and mid premiere are catching up at a quicker rate than the higher premiere is pushing on, therefore creating more parity, which we like, and more results and more upset, such as we saw on the Saturday with uh, Rahul and uh, Ryan dropping uh, set in pool play to R- Kieran Rose and um, who was his partner again? Right, uh, Dennis Joseph. Yes, and 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 they lost because um, you know they didn't put they didn't put as much serving pressure on as they would like. You know the other team put serving pressure on. They was pretty happy with their performance, and that's what that's what's going to happen now. And we're going to see that if you're not, you know, there's going to be such a high emphasis on serve consistency this year, in my opinion. As well as all the other skills to get a more balanced player, but serve consistency is going to be a big one because if you're not landing serves, anyone really could be anyone. You can't win round net without putting serves on the net.
1: I think there um, we go. Um, a hot take: Garrett Rose is not a mid mid premier level player. I'm just gonna put that out. Garrett Rose has been on a tear, and I'm gonna I'm gonna premise this. I'm gonna share this context now kieran rose was infamous uh way back in in the day i don't know when exactly it was probably maybe 2018 um or 2019 because kieran came in came in hot to the the facebook group and was like I'm, I'm not gonna try to i'm not gonna get it wrong but essentially the premise is like kieran thought it was dumb that he can't play with like the best players right like he should be able to and the idea is we're like no you have to earn that through premiere right and then he's like well, i should be able to compete against them and he kind of got you know uh quote-unquote clowned a, a bit about like his night na- naive night na- naivety or i can't pronounce that word so i'm gonna pretend being a naive kid the new to the scene that just wants to like and everyone's like you can play with them you just gotta like show you can like just play one contender tournament or like whatever it was at the time to earn from here and then you can um and so it's very cool this this very long arc. Um, I even think Kieran like mid to early last year, this year was like considering not continuing to play. And so he's had a very, very great offseason and start of the season, you know, so far. So I wanted to share like that full story of like when I see him getting the five seed, I just think back to like what I maybe mean, was like nineteen year old Kieran. That was like I w- I should be able to play with the pros, and we're like, yeah, you just gotta like earn it. And now he's like, okay, I'm 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 doing it. <laughs> so many years later,
2: yeah. I wonder what his thoughts are now on uh, if he gets to if he has to play with people. Yeah, the- much lower
1: than it means he like oh. If, if he can play, yeah. If he complained <laughs> about it, yeah, yeah, yeah. He shouldn't yeah. be a premier. Yeah, he should be able to. He should play down so people have the right <laughs> yeah, to play. He should play and contend
0: though. Um, so but anyway. And it will be a full, a true sure. full circle moment if that happens. But hey,
1: we should go ahead and move on to the results or unless you guys have anything else to say. Should... I was going to throw a couple things out just so so we met. So in system with the finals, uh, Rahul and Ryan Gross end up getting third over Dan Abrams and Max who finished fourth. A couple of the notable things I was going to say or share is that Bot House got the one seed, and then lost to um, uh, Gross and Murphy, which is, uh, oh, of course, very notable. Sweet bomb. Um, yep. Impulse went three with Rahul and Murphy in the 8-9 game. That's uh, Dawson Morgan and Coleman Epperson in their debut. Um, notable is Lazy. They did match up with uh, Kieran and Dennis Joseph in the round of 16 to make it. Um, but they ended up forfeiting to Mermaid Sparkle, but a top eight. So that is, um, sorry, uh, that's uh, Cade Larson and Luke Marshall, think of Texas. So notable, they made top eight. Uh, lazy, they also played in ATX um, to make it there. And Marina Mistresses, an extremely close set, uh, or at least the first game, 38-36 with Dan Abrams and Max Modell uh, before falling in the second game. So um, a lot of teams kind of debuting and looking pretty good. It's so hard to tell, like, what do you lose half of the teams every round? You know, you don't really know where everyone is relatively leveled up, but um, I think a pretty good start to the season. Yeah, just wanted to mention those quick quick little tidbits. Good
0: show. good show. All right, so on to women. In women's, we have the top four. I think, wait, did we all
1: have the same? No, the same? no I was wrong. I was the outlier. My, so I'll say my dark horse won. My dark horse, I got the dark horse. You'll pick best too, though. Okay. But... Well. That's true. <laughs> That's true. All right, go through it, Gavin. Who won? Yeah, Scott. Scott and
0: I had Olivia Jenky and Morgan, uh, or Kaylin Morgan, winning the, in first. And then afterwards had Allie Jinky and Sarah Allen in second spot. And then Morehouse and Pearson in third. And then I don't know who took fourth,
1: but yeah. Oh well, yeah, So fourth was my dark horse. Your
0: dark horse. Yep. Yeah. So you get the dark oh, so horse, and we get the the podiums. So I we'll have to think about how that works out.
2: We get yeah. three points. My guess one. Yeah, I get all the points. Um. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. Scott, any did, did you hear any any talkings on on Sunday? Toed, uh, I know you you played with um, uh, the fourth place finisher. Any I any notes remember. on this? Yeah, uh, all in regards to COVID, what do you mean? Let me like, you know. Like, uh, did you have any? Did you get any tidbits uh, while you on Sunday, like you did for the other side about how women's went down? Not too much, unfortunately.
2: Um, I didn't really did didn't speak too much about it. Obviously rapper and Steph and Rafa who I played was were very happy that finishing fourth. Um I know Liz and Morgan to Florida natives, their first mixed advance. Women's division came fifth and they were very happy with that too. So um no, I I'm I'm didn't hear too much about the women's division. I, I mean it didn't really go there wasn't as many upsets or as many storylines as the men as the men's side. Everyone everything went pretty much as it's all expected, especially the top yeah. three. Um, I'll,
1: I'll call out I think the notable is that although it did go as expected, the, the semis and the finals game were relatively close, 21-19 through 21-17, and then the finals game, too, 27-25. What I think is mostly notable, I think, for um, Rafa and, and uh, was it, uh, yeah. Steph Ding going 21-19, 21-17 with uh, Sarah Allen and Allie Jackie. So, yeah. Hey, quick shout. Impulsive did better than uh <laughs> <laughs> Impulse, yeah. Hey,
0: <laughs> involved, of course, being Olivia Genki and Kevin Morgan. The other, right.
2: <laughs> also yeah. on another note, we never did our predictions for co-ed, although there were a last, there there were a lot of last minute changes to teams, which would have meant. That's
1: that. what I learned last year. Coed's brutal. Oh, I
2: think um, somebody asked or somebody said about, oh, where are our co-ed predictions on on Instagram? And it was like, uh, I was like, I'm sort of. Oh, oh, sort of glad that we didn't because we ended up having to change the woman's prediction because there was last minute changes in, in the woman's side and then the co-ed there was a lot of change with um olivia then playing with david and not then Abr- um, a couple of teams dropping out last minute which, yeah we'll maybe predict co-ed as the season goes on but it's a little bit tough when
1: you so through. you may have forgot i think i actually picked it correctly i think i get three points. oh yeah yeah yes. yeah
2: i think I, you I, do, I think you cut wait wait it. I, i'm <laughs> trying to recall that you did not and you're lying
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh but Coed. Oh, that's cool.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But to summarize, Coed was a good day. Um, you know, we're going to get to this a little bit later on the podcast. When we talk a little bit about the bigger picture. But um, yeah, no, there wasn't too many people. <laughs> it was, you know, it was, it was still, I think it was 16 or 17 teams, you know, five or six men's pros playing. And then pretty much everyone else in the mixed advanced division was premier players on the men's side. And then it's good women's, obviously. But um, I was just going to say that if it, it's a throwback to last year in Orlando because Orlando, I don't know if you remember Mike, I don't know. He was he wasn't there, um, but Orlando was a great event. I mean, I was with all the London guys, but a lot of people came to Coed. That's also because it got rained off, so, they, so they, you know, some people, uh, you know, came and just joined anyway. But I don't know. The whole feeling was like it was a really nice feeling around Coed. Everyone was watching. It was a really fun day. I remember there must have been 30, 40 people watching the finals. Christian Bennett and Olivia playing somebody else. I be- I remember Christian Bennett and Olivia winning. And it was just yeah, I mean, it was a good it was a good time. But um, this year it was a little bit yeah. subdued. It was like. A little bench and five people watching the final. You know, a couple of people in the distance. Oh, that looks quite interesting over there. You know what? Yeah, I'm not saying. I'll that. wait.
1: I'll I'll agree with how good it is, but the winner was actually Katie and Etienne. <laughs> I don't know what you said. Yeah. Oh,
2: because uh, in Orlando last. year. Oh, sorry, Orlando last yeah.
1: year. Last year. <laughs> okay. So so that was that was oh, tour stop of 2000. I got mixed up. Okay. But yes. This, you're correct. This year, Katie yeah. Pearson and Etienne won. Christian Bennett almost went two for two. Yeah, that was a big weekend. <laughs> went it again. But it's gone. I think okay. I agree like back in the back when I was helping run tournament like going from so many teams on Saturday and then you show up Sunday and it's so relaxed. There's like eight nets out there. It just <laughs> feels it just is awesome. It feels really nice. Big yeah. fan. <laughs> for the TD big fan. Much more man. From a TD big fan. Yeah.
0: Speaking of co-ed, I want to talk about just for a second unless unless this has anything to do with what Mike's break, but uh the team you fr- have no idea what mike's break is about so you're good the team fractal clark marshall and our um i'm wondering if there's i i think that that is an absolute powerhouse of a team and i don't think anybody else right now that's my take second second take of the day and if you disagree or wrong but i'm wondering if you guys have any very variant of team last season or a mashup team that you think you that you think could beat them right now at the top of
2: that i personally don't but you know, there'll be a lot of big peep with them. You know, we saw Golden Hour, Will and Olivia at the ESPN Championship. they obviously done really well. Um, you know, Rahul and Ali Jenke had a solid season last year. Like, yeah, for me, you know, Clark, top three in the world, you know, debatably be number one. You know, it's always moving around, but you know, for me, Clark's top three and he's been there for the last year and a half, which not many people have. A lot of people moved in and out, but he's constantly, constantly been in the top three. And Lauda, for me, I think I've always said, I think she's the best in the world. I think that gap is getting bigger, not smaller. I think it will continue to get bigger, in my
0: opinion. I was thinking just, just to produce some like variants, um, Ryder and just whatever one, just to see what would happen. Yeah,
1: know, well, Ryder, Ryder and everybody. I think... I'm gonna say I think Olivia has been the the winningest mixed player at least right in the in the U S at least in the U S. So I think it's gonna be if it is it's Olivia and someone. Gavin threw this out in a group chat and I said Golden Hour, Will Placone and, and Olivia just because they they were so good last year. Um, so I think yeah. So I think I don't think there are many teams that would beat Clark and. And Lara, I think I think it it like many things, it will come down to the plus minus on aces, ace. Um, but I think it could be Olivia and someone. I mean, there's a lot of different players. I I'd say that I think there's a lot of different teams that could do it. I don't think I have one that's like that's the team that I would put up against them. Um, I but agree. I think Olivia and Olivia and a handful to do, so yeah. so do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was going Olivia Ryder. That was my that was my initial
0: take, and then and not to say that Ryder is better than Raul like that. I'm just saying that 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 combo, yeah. and that style of play would potentially do better against a power power, power. But yeah, those are just...
1: ones. Nope. good question. Good question. All right, okay. we have one more topic before we move on. Oh, I think pretty much gone through men, gone through women. Yep. pretty much covered. Yeah, sure. I think we should uh, and now start Mike's break. Okay, um, Mike's break is going to be an interactive game. You guys are going to be on a team together, and and i it's it's this old game called uh 20 questions have you ever heard of it i'm I'm saying you might not have actually heard of it so essentially i will pick i have picked i have pre-picked a player and i have multiple depending on how long this takes and you guys have 20 questions between the two of you yes or no questions and i'll answer yes no sometimes or like i don't know um Mm -hmm. to try to narrow it down Mm -hmm. a question could be did they play in orlando last weekend Yes or no, and you're gonna try. You have 20 questions, uh, and you're gonna to try to narrow it down to how you can, so you can then guess the player. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Like who's all right. What's are that? You? Like, is it Who's Who, where the game where you flick down the ones that it can't be? It's like, do they uh, kind of, except there. there's every, except, yeah, like, okay. except every player is available. Okay. I'm gonna be ridiculous. They're all, they're all. Unlimited. I, I went through and I was like, I think these are people that uh, both of you would would know and recognize. Okay. I'm not trying to trick you. All right. <laughs> Did they wear glasses? Oh. They must Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm going to keep tracking our doc here for your guesses, but either of you can start. We need to do it as few questions as possible. You just want to beat 20, but we can see if maybe we'll do play again, and you'll try to do as few as you can. Okay. All right. All right. Who's starting? Let's go. Okay.
2: Um, is this player male? Yes. Gavin? Does this player have premier status? Yes. Has this player competed in the pro division 2020? Did they compete in the pro division
1: last season? Yeah. No. Is this player known for making content? No. Is this player based on code? Sometimes. I would say most... I don't know exactly. I'll say most of the time. East Coast of the USA, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'm, I'm assuming based on East Coast that they're
0: in the United States, but... I'll assume. I'll just... That's an extension. East Coast of the United States. Yep. Right. You're saying sometimes maybe they, they cross the pond and have a cape. Um, oh, they're an East Coast guy
2: that travels west. Right. Um, does this player... You're at five, Is so this... you guys have plenty of guesses. Okay. Is
0: this player right-handed?
2: Yes. That doesn't help too much. That's not all 50 question. We want to get as many 50... <laughs> you <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> Judgy. Hey, we have 20. We have 20. It's fine. I'm I'm thinking about going,
1: um, is this play, is this player a six-foot rope? A... I'm going to say if they are, I was going to say no, I would probably put them in maybe like the five, ten, five, eleven range. Yeah. They're not notably tall. Does this player tend to wear a cap while playing? No. Does this player have a regular
2: no. part? No. I'm still saying to say a name even though I don't, I might not be it. Well, that's No, it'll count. Regular... No, it'll count. It counts. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. No. <laughs> Okay, that's right. Um, Has this player played over 30 round nets? In their life, yeah. Okay. So they're pretty much an OG, Gavin. I, I think I know who it is, but I'm not 100 Ooh. sure. I don't know if I want to find a shout. I
1: don't know if I get more specific. I think I know who it is. Keep going. Yeah. Just just okay. Just, okay. just do questions that narrow it down. We're at 10. We're at 10 okay. of 20. Uh,
2: are they known for hosting round net tournaments as one of their... No. That, okay. No. Yeah, no, no. I was thinking the same guy, but I don't think so.
1: Okay, that's not that now uh not five nine not a pro player not, maybe not pro more player. than five nine i'm five seven between they're between five seven and six feet okay. so you said not, like not tall not tall between five seven and six feet yeah not tall no wait 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 so you said they they live on the east east coast occasionally i said i don't know exactly but i'll say mostly mostly on the east coast
2: mostly okay. on the east coast no pro player is a premier player, doesn't have a season partner, has played over 30 tournaments. Ask me mm-hmm. you to narrow it down. They're right
1: time. What's gives big tail away? Doesn't make content.
2: Yeah, it doesn't make Columbia hard uh...
1: I definitely went with a, a challenging one. Yeah. Gettable, but challenging. Can we do anything more about their appearance, Gavin? You think? We, can play, cut, I mean, we can always I, cut We can always cut questions I, if they don't land. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm just
0: thinking I would say mustache or glasses, but that's definitely get out of the guess. Yeah. I don't know
2: if we want to risk it on. No, we want to get more, as many 50-50 questions as we can get Let's keep so you're at 11, guys, by the way, at 11. Should we age, Gavin? Do you think that would help you get age? I think so, uh, yeah. They probably already uh, know they're pretty much an OG, so we probably put that a little bit higher. So should we say like 23 and over? Yeah. Are they 23 or over? Uh, Over, yeah, 23 and over. Yes, okay. Yeah, yes, over 23. Do We, we still don't know if they play currently, though, Gavin. We should probably ask that. Like, are they an active... Do they travel? Did yeah. they attend the Jacksonville event? Should we ask Yeah. That? Did, they? Did they? No, mm. not Jacksonville. Mm. That's we asked if they played any events in 2000, I would narrow it down time. 2023, the only event that's happened, well, I guess, any event, like any, yeah. any, any decent-sized round event.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. To the best of my abilities, they have not played an event in 2023, but I'm not positive. They may have. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, I won't count back. that one. I won't count that one. Okay. They, 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 they aren't Yes, yeah, so I guess the answer is not super active. They may have played. Not pro lack, but I'm gonna c- clarify. You said not not in the pro division. Yeah, not in in the, pro the pro division last year. Man, regular party. Has this person ever been in the pro? Division? Um, at a champ pro division of the championship. Yes. No. Uh, so That's... many premier players out. Come guys, you got it. You oh, got wow. it. Look at all this dead space to cut. No, it cuts.
2: it Show me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Never played in pro in an STS championship.
2: But they've been playing quite a while 'cause they've played over thirty tournaments. Yeah. They premiere but they don't have a season partner. Not this they season they a season partner. They were not at Jacksonville and they're not that active now. So we then Sky wouldn't play two thousand twenty one, two thousand twenty two. Would you, know, we... 2020. so you wanna ask would you wanna ask if they've ever had a had a um, a season partner or the consistency? Yeah, it could help.
1: It would also help if they if we know they've ever got a pitcher.
2: Yeah. Big one. Season partner had a season, season partner
0: first
1: pitcher. They didn't I'll just say they did not have a season partner. They don't have one for this year. They did not have one last year, nor in twenty so the past three years they have not had a season partner. Gosh, that's like every... Oh, did you want your next one? Uh what was on pitcher? If they want a pitcher? I'm guessing I'm gonna I'm gonna accept this. I'm gonna take this from you because yeah. the answer is yeah. yes. They have won. Okay. A They've won a pitcher, so that's <laughs> why that's why I want you. That's I'm gonna I forced you to ask that. But we don't <laughs> know which year. We don't know which year. You don't know which year. You're at 16 questions. So once we after you ask your 20th, yeah. you are guessing a player. Okay? okay. So you have four more questions and you guess a player. Yo, it's mine. <laughs> I have won a pitcher, but it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking Joe Graham about. It. Dylan so Graham has had a season partner he had a season partner
0: yeah he has and he also he played pro, i probably believe like played pro yeah he's played
1: pro yeah
2: talk i like this <laughs> <laughs> or, most, most of the east coast not that tall Premier has earned a picture played over 30 tournaments never played pro right-handed that, that's so broad still it's just so broad over 23 over 23 years old doing yeah, so there Scott should we go like 28 like 28 years old no. i don't know if that'll even help <laughs> without <that'll> be. You? <laughs> no not really i don't know that entire... <laughs> mate well <and> there's still a <laughs> between 23 and 28. what would help you right now knowing which state they're from i mean we have how many questions left we just start rambling we have three left yeah if three. we narrow it down to state yeah, I don't think it's a wise decision. I know, I, I got you. I have you yes, four questions left, so. Okay. Well, but still, State, I don't think State, state would ha- wouldn't help. Wouldn't help I mean, It would help a bit. It would if help. If
0: we guessed it, though, we could get, we could, I uh, know, it wouldn't even.
2: Why else would it help us besides State? If we knew we're not State, you knew something else about State might be our best opportunity. Said yes to Pitcher, right? P- pitcher was yes? Yes, we want to Pitcher. <gasps> wait a second.
0: I think I know. This, wait, does this, does this player, wait, Scott, can I ask if this player currently lives in the United States?
2: Yeah. Wait, I think he's a. I'm thinking Robbie, but he's also probably over six. But no, I think Robbie's. I think Robbie's five and eleven. Wait a sec, could be Robbie.
1: us think Gavin. I just loved Gavin's face. His no, pop. moment.
2: Wait wait, 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 wait. Has wait. Robbie never played in the? Has, has Robbie never played in the pro? He should not, but he didn't. No, oh, I like it. Okay, yes, narrow it down. Narrow it down. Let's
1: say. Wait, 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 wait. wait. But, so does he live in the U.S. now? Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't okay. know. Okay, that's fine. So my my answer means that like. They're like I'm not sure. Okay, I'm not that's sure. Fine. Yes. That's fine. Which wait, which? Wait. So yes. you can't you can't count that as a guess. Because I won't count
0: that. I'll give you. a... am not. Sure. Gavin, yep just narrow it down. Just narrow it straight down right now. And let's. Well, well, well Ravi. It, it, do you want to? Do you want to narrow it down to try for Ravi, or do you want to? Yeah.
2: yeah. Okay. Narrow it down. Well, so if he lived, lived in an or confirm Ravi? A question. He lived in New Jersey, but he lived in Chicago last year. Yes. So so let me just put on the this way. Uh, did he win a pitcher
1: last year with Ryan Grove? Yes.
0: Come on, it's Robbie. Let's go. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: Yeah, so Robbie can do that. Is our guest. It oh, is Robbie can't do it. Oh. Nice job, guys. Oh. Gavin oh, with the God. aha moment. That was so clutch. Let's go. It took out. Y- Gavin with beautiful. Wow. Ow. It took you guys 17. but well, you got maybe it.
2: Maybe three to spare. Uh, we need I one more. Still- that was fun. He never played in the pro division, but he got his pro bid with with uh, Ryan. But Ryan chose to play with
1: Kyle. Oh, yep, mm-hmm. yep, man. Okay, yeah, right. Did it all make sense? It all really made more sense. sense. Does he currently live in Europe? Yes, yeah, currently. Okay. Is, uh... Yes. Amsterdam, I okay i didn't know that um but the east coast was good okay all right we can do another and we can cut it for time if not but we can just do it if you guys want ready
2: let's do it it cuts it but then all right. Yeah.
1: all right um it's gonna be yeah. people like David gavin this time so we've already got one question out of the way
2: we're yeah all right.
1: is this person a male Uh <laughs> oh, you guys are in my head should i change it or should i not change it right <laughs> <laughs> no, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm i'm gonna say no not a male. Okay. Not a male. they in his head. They in his head. <laughs> that was my hard one. So I think you guys should cruise through. Person living in Europe? No. Okay.
2: U.S. bio. Um. Should we ask? No. It's uh, probably too narrow to ask because they've ever been premier, right? That would be narrowed down too much, right? I need a handful.
0: it be a bit too narrow. Um, yeah. three they, we they, could they pitch, go pitch her. Yeah. Yeah. Pitch
2: is a good one. Yeah.
0: Is this person ever won a pitcher? Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay, so it's a top-ish women's player yeah. in the U.S. Um, currently living in the U.S. Uh, what else would help us? We could either go height, we could go hand. Um, have they competed this season would be probably a decent one. We'll play, if they play in jacks would be a good one, right? There's a lot uh, of top women there. Maybe at least 20%, 20%, of percent top women,
0: right? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that kind of narrows it down just to, like, Graham Rogers almost. But there are others. Yeah, Have they? did they play in Jack? No. No, Okay. okay
2: that's fine that helped. so if you want a picture uh should we ask if they played in the championship last year Gavin? yeah did they compete in the yes championship last year okay yeah uh, season partner Gavin? i don't think we know we know the answer
0: to that but we can ask it we would help us right
2: so... yeah it would but did they have a did, did they... they have a, they have a season last year last year last year i yeah. have, yes, yes. Last year. Last year. have a season partner last year yes they did okay so i'm thinking you know kickstart sarah yeah carol Potentially. No, Sarah played in Jacksonville. Played in Jack. So it has to be someone who didn't play in Jack. Oh, so yeah. Foster, Kelly
0: Foster. Yeah.
2: Kara. Yeah. Right. Kara didn't play in... But they yeah. got, they've they got a pitcher. They received... But also, remember, the pitcher could be like a podium in co-ed. Could be. With a really good guy.
1: For or they could have, exactly. like, gone to, like, a restaurant and got a pitcher of water for the table. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's gatekeeping. Do you Do
2: you know? have a, they have a season... Oh, no, that's the
0: big one. There's not that many women's players have right We also played in nationals last year i could pull up nationals fuego right now we could just figure it out that's cheap. i'm not gonna but i'm not gonna
2: <laughs> but, but i could if i wanted to but i could <laughs> um oh wait had a season partner last year so well it's also not it's not katie we should just ask where they came in the we know were the top four teams at nationals right so we could just like right. did they did they come again the semi-final or above do they make it to the top four in next mike no okay no. so that would not wait that kickstart lost I'm not certain uh, on screen team. See, it's
1: not helpful because you guys don't know the yeah,
2: results. Kickstart wow. kick, kick lost to screen team. Screen team got third. Kickstart mm-hmm. came fourth. So that reduces. It. That's not Ali Foster. So it could be Graham Rogers. Could be Graham Rogers. One of those it could still be. Um, it's definitely not Robbie. <laughs> I'm impressed you guys got that. We go. um, season part one. Uh, should we also they have a season partner this year or is that do we already know that, Gavin?
0: I don't think any of us know the answer to that question. I don't know who's playing. No me. women's have partners this year. No, <laughs> no women no. have
1: partners. And then if they do, that really helps. Oh, yeah, but I don't think anybody don't It's think anybody literally knows. twins and it's literally yeah, it's twins so. and Katie Lara.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's that's all I know. Okay, then we already know it's not any of those. I think it's Kara, but we I don't want No, 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 it can't be Kara because he said not top four at national. They lost a uh, scream team, Tina and Yulia in the Thursday uh-huh. playoff. So it can't well, be narrow. <laughs> but they've still won a pitcher. So, what other top women's players are there that won a pitcher but didn't come all-, all right.
1: Yeah. Five seconds till the question. Oh, my
2: God. Okay. Um, did they get knocked out in the quarterfinals at Nationals? Yes. Okay. So, who we got that was in Nationals gathered? We got Whitney. Right. Whitney from Utah with a partner that I can't remember. We have um who else do we have? Who else in the Flying pulled up Because I don't, I
1: don't <laughs> You can ask other questions. You can figure yeah, pull
0: it out. My question no,
2: is no no be, Becca Graham, like should we should we just put have they have they ever won a national championship? Deal. Have they ever won a national championship? Yes. Okay. Right. Becca Ratty, right? Let's go. Um uh, are are they married to Joel Graham? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, you got it's it. Becca yeah. It's That's Becca it. Graham. Nice job, guys. That was in 10. Again, an easier one. But there you go. And I actually like that. I'd happily do that again at another episode.
2: Us you picked as possible, but we have 20 questions. We could have got that in a real like short time. Yeah. More questions if we asked loads of questions. Again.
0: I feel like Mike would be way too good at this game. So I, I want to come up Wait. with one for him. But but we could do it another day.
1: Yeah. yeah. All right and that is uh mike's break i hope you enjoyed playing along i hope that you were screaming at scott and gavin uh oh. <laughs> through the ether uh for not getting those but yeah there you go guys i used to have one of those 20 questions little balls and it would just like y- you would have it and it would guess and it would like almost always guess it it was so impressive
0: those things are
2: ai before ai yeah
1: just such a fun so- database um cool Yes. uh Pass
2: it to you guys for whatever's next. So our last topic, it won't be a really long topic topic for today, uh, and that is because you know we like to look at the bigger picture on this on that roundnet podcast, and that is the in, in uh, inclusiveness and exclusiveness within roundnet and how we think that's going to be yeah affected over the coming seasons, especially as the sport grows and there comes more people, both that sort of the grassroots level you could call it, and then up further up in the elite level. Because I don't know about you, Gavin, but You know, in general, we talk about niche sports and every time a niche sport comes in, everyone's, you know, friendly because everyone's like, oh, yeah, did you play this weird niche sport too? Oh, awesome. You know, whether you're good or bad at this, like, oh, sick, no, we can hang out because we're playing this weird niche sport. And then eventually the niche sport gets a little more professional, granted, understandable. And then eventually, you know, the... The niche sport now is not a mainstream sport, but it's a little bit bigger than maybe a niche sport. And now once you get over that threshold, there's a little bit more of a difference between, you know, the elite tier and the grass. And it's a little bit harder to integrate everyone into the same community because people either have clicks, grouping, uh, you know, stay with their old friends that they've been with all the time. It's usually the players in their own division. Um... And vice versa. And it's not really a huge point or statement with this. be interesting what your guys' thoughts are. But um, not that I'm massively worried. But I just think it's definitely worth something talking about now. About this, you know, exclusiveness and inkness of, of Roundnet. Because I really do hope, even despite us growing as a sport, we're still a, this inclusive culture within Roundnet. that You can go to watch an intermediate game and just be like, yo, you like this weird ball and a trampoline sport too? Instead of being a little bit like, oh no, you're really bad. Or whatever, and seeing like, oh, you know it's their first tournament, everyone has their first tournament at some point. Um, yeah, i would be interested to see what your thoughts are, guys. Growing, I think about it quite a lot, so I just want to, to think on where it's going to be in sort of like a year. Regardless, yeah, I don't know. I feel that the exclusive
0: club inside of RoundNet has gotten uh gradually larger. And when I think about RoundNet community, I think of that one percent now because I feel that a lot of people probably listening and myself are kind of a part of that one percent, but then the, there's the one percent of the one percent percent and it goes all the way back. But um, as that continues to grow and as the these ties continue to get closer and closer. I feel that people tend to get pushed out because of the kind of elitism that, that kind of uh, reports itself. I guess that's a word. Anyways, I don't know. I think, I think that it's, it's good for a growing sport to have community where everyone's included, but also at some point you have to have an exclusive aspect of it in which people have close relationships. And that's just kind of the growing pains of the sport. I don't I don't know if one model inclusive, fully inclusive or fully exclusive could exist with a successful sport. And I think that as it grows further, the in- inclusive the inclusive communities will become like little bubbles or hub as opposed to the entire community in and of itself. Yeah, we'll still have oh, you play that sport, that's cool, I play that too, but it'll be oh, you play this sport inside this state or region and we have that that in common and that's our kind of community vibe i don't know i think that i think and this might be the third hot take of the podcast that the fully inclusive era of Roundnet is over or at least it appears to be in my opinion
1: i i have i don't remember if i talked about this on on the show or just with others about it um first of all I'll say with uh it's hard I think Gavin where like there are so many different things where like when I think of um like growing up playing high school sports right like I would never interact with like the other team and like competitors of course like if I went to a pickup game I would interact with with my team and have a little bit more nowadays when I do my well flag football last year I was notably um too friendly with the other team I uh, And you talk to him too much. I'm like, I don't know. But um, I, mean, I think like what's interesting with like roundneck community is that the meeting is also very tournament centric. And I think that also makes it a, a very kind of different thing. I think sometimes I think of like when I use when I think of inc- exclusive, I think of like clicky as a word like there are clicks or like I mean, that sounds more high school. But like uh, just just not as as welcoming and as understanding. I think there are different layers, but it is challenging um from like a sports perspective. Um uh, you guys can respond to that. I also have like a very general ramble about this that I can give now or after. Okay. I was so I forget if I'd mentioned this here, but I think like early, early on, right? Like uh when I started round net, like there was not much organization and like growing the sport organizationally and at that highest level was like a a cool project and also like the interest of a lot of the roundnet community right like it was so much smaller and the people that were really diehard like played tournaments and so it was very interested in in like creating that creating a more competitive like there weren't rules right and it's like we wrote a rule book Right. Like standardized things and how does seating work? How does bracket work? And so, um, how I think about it sometimes is that like, I'm not upset we did that, but like sometimes I think like it, it pushed the focus to a much more like serious and competitive part, which like would always exist, but it was like the sole focus is like, how is this a sport? How do people compete, etc. as, and kind of why everyone wanted that stuff in the first place was a little different. Like we, like over the years, it would be like, Hey, we're all friends and we're competing and it's more serious. And then it like, I, I guess, I don't know, like just changed over time. Like just focusing on how to grow this and make it more legit also naturally takes away from the, the f- more fun community-based aspect of it. And there are things that you, you know, probably tried to do over the years to cute, like, have both come in but there it's you need to be very deliberate doing both and i think that's where gavin where i said to yours is like i understand sports and competition and things are so naturally like competitive um but were there weight lost things along the way that we could have had a a much more celebrated between groups kind of uh environment i also will lastly say i don't expect like that i think it's also a challenge for Roundup being very small Because, like, as I said, the people that are traveling and going to all these things are also, like, the hyper-competitive sometimes. And so it's like, I expect more inclusivity at local, smaller events with those that take it, quote-unquote, less serious than at larger things. Um, So it's kind of like, we are a microcosm within a microcosm. Um, But I'm going to stop talking now. Please, uh, any thoughts there? No, No, I think you raised a couple of really good points.
2: I think exactly what you said. In regards to you guys were playing and it was just all fun and games and everyone was sort of having a good time. But then you sort of wanted to make it a little bit more competitive and more structured and organized. And then obviously the more you become more organized, structured, the more competitive it get. The more competitive it get, maybe a little bit of fun, slash, friendlier the atmosphere gets because everyone's now getting that letting their competitive side take over. And that's gonna be the constant theme
1: of a growing sport, no matter what yeah. sport it is, right? I mean I'd like to I'd like to add something in real quick. Yeah. Um when it's more, sorry, excuse me, organized and competitive, this might be the other thing. It also may attract a different type of person, which is a, maybe a separate thing. And I'll just leave that in there. No, continue. that's, no, no, that's, that's, <laughs> right? That, that, yeah. That's also a good point as well, because, you know, people coming into
2: the sport in 2019, all that they would have seen that the sport is in 2019 was, you know, pretty fun, everyone pretty nice, like a really nice welcoming culture. Whereas if you saw what maybe the top uh, top teams and you know the, their culture and atmosphere at tournaments now, it's definitely a lot more competitive now than it probably was in two thousand and nineteen. So now the people that see round have maybe a different pitch, picture. And the identity around that has shifted slightly for the t- for the new eyes, and of course now when people see it, the, the eyes that saw it in 2019 for the first time might not be as attracted to this 2023 identity or version because maybe a little bit too competitive to them, which then stops them potentially getting involved or really enjoying the sport, which is a shame, and is why like I want to really at least drop the seed in everyone's mind of just being conscious of this 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 exclusivity and inclusiveness within the round there. And that again, we are so small and tiny still that if you see an intermediate come and play a beginner or you see someone, you know, watching you play and they're like, a bit go speak to them, like be friendly, be welcoming, like have that overall, you know, aura about you and the sport. Because even if you did join in 2023 because you saw it was really competitive and you're like, oh damn, I want to take this sport seriously, still try and keep the culture of 2019 like, and, and prior Of that welcoming, friendly culture. Because that's still how a sport grows. And even as the sport grows beyond and if it ever comes close to a mainstream sport. There's no reason why we still couldn't keep that. But it's only ever going to be kept if everybody, even those who came in for the competitive scene, still took that old culture and friendly, welcoming feeling to the sport and to new players playing now. Because then there's no reason why it should never, ever disappear. But it's, it's, out, it's up to everyone. It's not, you know, it's not one person or community leaders. It's, you know, it's everyone can do that. And it's really important. I mean, it's a little interactions. So yeah. Um. Sorry, Gavin.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I want to... I guess I'll piggyback off of this with uh, an experience that I had while playing competitive volleyball. So, uh, volleyball... Volleyball is still growing, um, at least men's volleyball. And as as I progressed throughout, like, freshman, freshman in high school up to senior in high school, I remember in club volleyball, you would have your your clique, which was your, your single team that you were on. But when you would go to a tournament and you'd compete, it wasn't just your team. It was your entire club team, like your entire club that was kind of your community at that point. So if you're walking around, you have a discussion with somebody on the A team, the B team, the C team. What have we don't really have that kind of hierarchy or that structure around it right now. And it's, I think we're in between the stage of having no hierarchy and having enough hierarchy to do something like, like what was possible in volleyball at that time. Um, and then, and then also you'd have at, at the larger regional tournaments, you would have not just your club team that, that you were, was kind of like your community, but also you'd gather with the teams from your area. You probably sit and have lunch with them too, and if you saw them, you'd been playing with them enough that you're like, "Hey, man, what's up? You want to like just walk around and explore the the entire venue together, or whatever whatever you do, because indoors sometimes we did events inside like football stadiums and stuff like that. We'd just go w- walk around, do teenager stuff. But I um, I don't feel like Round Net needs to lose the inclusivity aspect as it progresses through these hierarchies. I, I do think that the adage of don't be a jerk should still always hold. I think that the, the things that we grew around that on need to be, they need to be reminded to people so that we can continue to grow this and, and have the vision that people initially had and kind of live that out. Um,
1: yeah. 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 I was going to say, oh, just, um, uh, I don't know what I was going to (laughs) say, um, (laughs) <laughs> While you catch your thought,
2: I just want to add also that um, just in general, I feel that uh, I've said this to a few people. I actually had a nice discussion with a few uh, Canadians that came down from uh, Canada, Jack, not competing on the Sunday, but it was nice to have a little chat with them and uh, just talking about like rounding in general. I feel that the athletes at the top level, they're sort of they're still in this threshold or you know barrier, you could say where they're sort of not taking the sport fully seriously, yet investing so much time, effort and money in. And I just sort of feel like as a sport, we really need to break through this barrier or where it's like maybe uncool or, or you know, just not normal to take it serious. Yet, you know, you know, if people take it seriously and you see people were, uh, you know, training or a club and they're starting to pick up like, Either people won't share it that they're training really hard and intensively because it's looked upon as if either to the outside world as a come on, you're playing around that, like is it even a sport, why are you training this? It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then to even people within inside the rounded community other some people might look and see, oh, but why are you you're training so much? Like you 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 come on, you're taking it so seriously. It's like it's like a lose lose, which is strange. But on the other hand, yeah, you also have high level players who are losing hundreds, potentially thousands, of money each year to go and travel the country to compete, and yet they're not wanting to take it seriously. You know that they're, they're taking it so seriously but yet they don't want to be seen taking it seriously. For me it's like I just
1: think we need to Scott, yeah yeah They're just yeah. massive you're just like unlocking uh so much about authenticity and and judgment and projection of thought and and everything. But I totally agree. I mean, I still am self-conscious about about everything, right? Like I I I feel that way. And I think the difference is, is um uh is is trying to actively fight back. And especially, like, you can be subconscious about yourself, right? I cannot want to share things. Like, I rarely, like, when I was doing commentary on ESPN, objectively a pretty cool thing. And I, like, barely shared it with anyone, like, I care about. Because I'm, like, I'm I'm embarrassed about it. Because that thing, that stuff happens, right? But, um, but I think the bigger thing is, like, I don't care if you're self-conscious yourself, okay? (laughs) Just... Just don't be judgmental of other people. Or like, And I don't know, I don't want to say don't as in a mean thing, but it's just like, like that is my biggest thing. That like, if, if you love it, don't be ashamed. If you are okay, I understand that I'm with you. Right. But it's more of like, don't, don't. And obviously like people that do it, aren't maybe sure they're doing it, but just, just check yourself and check. How are you feeling? Um, and where are these things coming? Scotty, maybe I'm off a different uh, track of what you're yeah, saying, but like, very much, you know, like, Right, like, um, you know, where where does this stuff, uh, stuff come from? Can... I'm going to, yeah, yeah, I'm going to share a little vulnerable <laughs> thing. I remember, so this weekend, Mermaid Sparkle, when they won, I remember, like, being a little angry. And then I was like, Mike, you're just freaking jealous of them. You're like, Mike, you're, you're in your head. You're like, damn, maybe if you practiced as hard as them and played as many tournaments, you'd be that good in you and a pitcher. And, like, there is an aspect where, like, I could have taken that and, like, had animosity towards christian and noah for their success but i was like actively like no mike you're like actually just jealous you're actually like just jealous of them um and but i think a lot of what you're saying scott is people in the Roundup community and many other communities and things you know projecting a lot of these negative thoughts towards others and it can tear down the community in itself of like it's not cool to do this or it's try hard to do this or you know, personally, being embarrassed for for your love of things, which I think holds everyone back in in all yeah. regards. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the biggest point to hammer home is that if you are self conscious about about roundnet and your relationship
0: with it, you don't need to project that onto others. There's no reason for it. I think that the only the only it's only good for our community to to not have that to have that introduced or well, to continue or whatever.
1: And understand that if people uh, judge you, like that's okay too, right? Like. <laughs> You're like people are always gonna judge you, but this is yeah. yeah No, I'm saying like, even you know, I was thinking more like external round net, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah like hey, I play round net. Isn't that just weird backyard sport? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, but I like it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, I, I, I just want to
2: emphasize or, or say something in the, what I say to people when they, because I actually this is like this is what helped me a lot when I was creating round net content, and I, you know, gradually saw more people and eyes come on my content because you know in the beginning you know the year and a half ago when i started making content i was really i was not very good you know i was posting some fun rallies with friends you know (laughs) and then you know a year and a half later you know you get a little bit better and you post some rallies and now there's like animosity or people looking and seeing and you know maybe not or disliking you putting up uh, videos and stuff and look that's fine like that's social media it's sort of a shame and it's a negative side effect but what i'll just say in general and I know we've had this conversation a bit before Mike and Gavin too. It's just like if you're putting out content that you enjoy making and doing and you're, you know, just being yourself on social media, then you know, there's always gonna be people that unlike that they dislike it. But there's also gonna be a lot of people that just like it and like like you and like the fact that you're doing the way you're doing it. And it's so easy to get caught up in the thoughts of, you know, the animosity of the people that, you know, maybe dislike it or, you know, or have something against it. But you also got to remember that they're like, you know, there's also a lot of people that do like it. But yeah, you, you always you, it's, you always hear the, the dog that barks the loudest. And, I mean, we went on a little like sidetrack in that regard. Like so I want to, Wait, like, I, watch- I know I've I've. Well, one more thing I like... No, can, sorry, continue. I don't no, like, yeah, you can add on at just in, but I still just want to, like, come back to the point of just, like, I just hope that, in general, people aren't afraid of taking round it more seriously and just, like, not taking it seriously in regards to traveling, playing loads of tournaments, you know, essentially losing a lot of money, but also, like, feel, feeling, like comfort enough in themselves to take it seriously to yeah. the outside world not just internally but externally to people they know other round that people etc because again if you're investing this much time and it's your passion or whatever take take it seriously yeah. like enjoy taking it seriously don't don't have this identity crisis where you're like yeah i'm not sure
1: i've I'm- um
0: I think so no, continue go please. I have I have an anecdote of this exact this exact conversation, and I and I talked to my fiance about it today because I thought it was so funny. So I posted a video of myself and my season partner Eddie and Trauer playing a game of Ace or Beat. Right, we played two eleven. eleven. If you get if you if you touch Ace somebody, they get a, they get a hand on it. It's one point. If you no touch Ace them, it's two points. Scott Scott plays it this way, and he introduced anyway. Uh, comments on it were like, oh, is is this is this a new way to play? Blah blah blah. This is pretty cool what do you guys play to we play two eleven, whatever and then the final comment says now try doing that in a real game losers and i just had a laugh i was like <laughs> wow this this guy is on the Spikeball app and, and and he's he's trying to like i don't know what what is his intentions with this and i don't know what this guy's background is or if if it was just a bot or what it was but like what is what is your re- what is your reasoning for doing this and and like, I'll, I'll be honest, and this, this is me opening about my experience playing round at pickup, whatever. I've had moments where there's been people around and I'm like, I wonder if they're thinking about my sport that I play as if it's not worth playing. Or if it's like, this is the new thing. And it's like, you couldn't play my sport. So you play this sport with this sense of superiority. And to those people that I imaginatively feel that are judging, I just say, this is a real, right? And I think if, again, drawing back on your kind of uh, anecdote about taking it more seriously i think it's nothing but good to take it seriously and continue to present it that way so eventually it's validated and um yeah, yeah. but what a silly thing to say no i, I know i Losers.
2: Really but then it's like the, but the, yeah, then this opens up the broader perspective of social media and social media philosophy yeah. in general we could talk about it for days but like just in general like yeah. it's easy to remember that one gavin and not remember all the people that you know saw that was like yeah, that's a yeah. cool game i might try it when-
1: one thing that I was I was thinking about there is like there it is like ugh. I'm sure there are many listeners that are very confident and sure of themselves um and I try to be sure of myself a lot but not always um you can be embarrassed when you're just like playing round net or doing drills or just anything and there's other people nearby and so I think as far as like exclusivity versus inclusivity I think of that a lot of specifically at like interaction between different skill levels and even like different just people within groups and I think well sometimes but One thing I was thinking about is that like, and I mentioned this before, it does take a certain type of person to be like, hey, this backyard game, I'm going to play this and like try hard at it. And so I think we, I think we all remember that and we all kind of like get that feeling sometimes. And I think especially remember that feelings when you're interacting with new players or people at their first tournament, because we've done it. We got the reps, but it takes a lot of effort, I think, to go to your first event and, and to, come out there and to come into this world and maybe they right you're there and you talk to them and then they feel more seen and they feel less weird about this thing that they're doing because there are a lot of people and internally that make them feel weird about this and they shouldn't but but you do and and we do but <laughs> yeah uh it's a yeah. If we challenge at one one to t-
0: I don't know however many of our listeners just just next time they're, you're at a big tournament take a lap around the end and just talk to one be like hey what made you come here yeah. you know
2: but yeah yeah if you're in intermediate division look
1: out for that person that's on their way around <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah, yeah. that is a, that is the other thing too is like yeah what when we speak. Right, we speak to just the ether of of rounded fans and and we haven't done a, or in a a census we don't know you know the skill level or the interaction of uh of all of our listeners um which is which is very interesting as well um <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh and we don't care what it is <laughs> yeah <You know. laughs> and we don't care what it is and we don't care if you haven't practiced in uh, you know a million months, uh, and if some people have uh, played in the tournament this past weekend, we're still here
2: and enjoying Roundup, it, hoping and pushing it to become better. Righty, guys. Oh, guys. Let's <laughs> cap it. That's a nice episode. So I'll cap and say it's been episode six of that Roundup it podcast with myself, Scott Beek, Mister Gavin Brogama, and Mister Mike White. Uh, you can follow us on Spotify Network Podcast at that Roundup it podcast, and also follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook where we have some exclusive content on uh, our Facebook group. We ask some questions and interact with you guys a little bit more, see what you guys like, dislike, future episodes, add that round at podcast. And uh, thank you to our sponsor again, Premier Spike. Check them out. Use the code TRP at checkout, I believe. And that is all for this week. Hope you guys have enjoyed. See you next week.